You're listening to Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, we've had a one-point loss and a three-point loss. And to add to that, we had to have a two-point loss. And that was yesterday for the Giants. Yeah, well, I wish you bloody didn't. Um, but uh, look, you know, it was a good effort from the boys. But again, it's our finishing with our disposal that's uh, really hurting us and I suppose the good thing is we're we're scoring, mate, and that's one thing we were always worried about coming into the season. So, look, I suppose you you take your silver linings as you go. Yeah, definitely. And I guess the other thing to take into account is that well, something that needs to be addressed is those continuous runs of goals that teams have been able to have against us. And uh, you know, to start the game, we got the first goal, but they returned with six, uh, you know, six on their own, and you know, we just can't allow that. You know, and expect to win. And although the boys got back into the game, um, they've had to do that twice just due to uh, successive runs of goals. Yeah, and they, they hurt, mate. Um, especially, look, honestly, even though they got those six goals on a run, I didn't think we were playing that bad. Like, we were certainly getting to enough contests. But uh, really, uh, GWS were able to take their chances when they got them, uh, whereas when we didn't, uh, that was that caused a major disparity. Uh, so, look, um, at least we we're able to work back into the game. Uh, but yeah, certainly that's an area we definitely need to tighten up on. And I think also, like our ball entry inside 50 has been really letting us down, uh, yeah, especially against Carlton last week and again to, uh, yesterday. Um, just need to you know, try and spot up our targets a little bit better going inside 50 because there's still that bombing into the forward line. Yeah, there is, mate. And another thing that disappointed me throughout the match is we seem to be kicking to tipper up the ground uh, as if it was a big contested mark, um, which you'll never be. Um, So, yeah, certainly that that worried me. But, um, look, you know, from all the the bad there was, there was plenty of good. So, um, yeah, I guess... Uh, while we have to, uh, you know, suffer in, in having yet another close loss, uh, there are good signs coming through. Uh, and that's the most pleasing thing. I, I think uh, even though we were ahead of the ledger last year around this time, um, you know, we had those four or five wins early in the season and, and then we just plateaued right out to nothing. Mm. Um, there's hope with these games. And even though we're losing some of these tight ones, um you just got to think that this experience is going to help these younger players, uh, you know, learn from these situations. And hopefully when the real stuff, yeah, when we're a better side and we, we're prepared for finals and stuff like that, hopefully, um, let's hope these experiences really help these young guys and gives them a launching pad. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, the best way to go is review the game and, Mate, um, it was a very quick goal to start the match. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just a great start from uh, from Zeret. You know, he took the ball straight out of the middle in his 150th game for the Dons, uh, and he just roosted it forward. And big two-meter Peter took a strong grab and went back and slotted the goal. Yeah, and I was really impressed with the mark. Um, yeah, he had a number of players uh, down there, opposition as well, and Peter, I just stuck up his arms and brought it in and uh, went back and kicked the ball beautifully through for a goal. Yeah, it was a great start. But, uh, you know, GW West replied pretty quickly. 
when that there was a bit of an awkward bounce, I really felt sorry for the defenders. There were a couple of awkward bounces, but one went straight over Francis's head, and Finlayson was able to take it and snap it through. Yeah, and it, it just continued to run from there. The Giants they had a lot more possessions. They, um, you know, we were getting our hands on the ball, so it wasn't like, yeah, I think we still own the possession, but yeah, you know, just our ball use inside fifty was not as. Oh, well, not as uh, smooth as theirs, and and they able to kick a run of goals. Yeah, absolutely, and it hurt especially when you know there were um, you know turnovers like that one where Langford basically kicked it straight to Ward, um, you know, and it just went straight over Langford's head to Green, and he kicked it through, and then uh, we had a few opportunities, and our forward entries were just woeful, not giving our forwards a chance. Um, and GWS are just much cleaner. Um, you know, they got a couple of free kicks uh, for in the back. I mean, look, they were soft, but they were there to the letter of the law. Um, so Himmelberg got one. Um, you know, Laverde took a great intercept mark, but then he kicked it straight into the man of the mark. Um, you know, fortunately, Taranto didn't capitalise on that occasion. But, like, the, the thing was, uh, you know, we were getting enough of the footy, but... Uh, we were coughing it up too easy uh, and just weren't executing it, whereas GWS were just cutting us up with their ball use. Um, and again, you know, they kept peppering it through and uh, Sproul ended up snapping one um, and our defence just looked in complete disarray. Yeah. And uh, one of the boys we looked at with one of our top 10 draft picks, mate, Tanner Bruin, um, he added a goal and I think it was his first goal. So... That was a good effort by him, and uh, that was followed up by a long goal by Daniel Lloyd. Yeah, it was. He was about 50 out, and, um, and the, really, they just sort of raffled it up between each other. Um, but, look, I just have to comment on, like, before that, um, you know, Finlayson came through and elbowed Zach Merritt straight to the back of the head. Um, you know, while that might not have been his true intention, uh, it was just a really grubby bit of play, Um and they're sort of mentioning, oh, he might get one week for that. Like, I don't think that's pretty disgusting if he only gets the one week. Like, he, he went straight with the elbow. There was no intent to tackle or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I agree, yeah. mate. If the AFL is serious about head high collisions and contact, and I know they've got their parameters on how they decide the weeks, but you know, that's just a dumb action. And you know, they're in front, uh, not that it excuses at any other time, but. No, it's just, as you say, a grubby play. And, um, yeah, these are the ones the AFL need to crack down on just so that if anyone else is silly enough to try to do stuff, they get punished pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, but look, right toward the death of the quarter, um, there was a nice pickup and kick by Snelling to Stringer, uh, who marked. And, look, I would have backed Stringer to kick it in from there. Like, he was about, you know, 45 out, um, sort of against the boundary. It seems to be a, a bit of a specialty kick of his. Uh, but he actually popped it up over the top and Snelling sort of snuck forward and grabbed it. And now he would have only been slightly more forward, maybe 30 metres out. But look, he kicked the goal through and at quarter time, um, we just edged that little bit closer. So we ended up uh, two goals to 14 to the Giants, six goals to 38. Yeah, and I was interested to hear Will Snelling was 18 goals for since coming into the uh, AFL system. So he is a quite a good set shot of goal. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, and I think, you know, as as much as we let through, you know, six goals straight, uh, basically, to the Giants, um, 
there were some good signs. Like I thought Phillips was quite good, you know, with his marking around the ground, particularly in defence and uh, his big sort of uh, booming kick, uh, you know, getting it back going our way. Uh, you know, Merritt was doing everything he could to carry us forward and Parrish's hands were brilliant around the ground. Um, he's kicking less so, but, you know, uh, uh, at least there were good signs that we weren't completely out of this match. Well, in what would become a theme of the match, uh, the Bombers would kick an early goal after a Kale Hooker miss. Uh, Peter Wright added his second goal. Yeah, it was a, it was a ripper. Um, and, uh, you know, you sort of think, uh, you know, in terms of Peter Wright, like he, he's, um, I, I think he's putting through forward quite a solid season, mate, um, like taking some marks. He's not a world beater, but um, what he is doing is uh, presenting an option for us. Um, and Francis was really starting to assert himself. Like he had that fakie to get the ball to, um, you know, Smith, who got it forward to the hooker in the end. Um, and, yeah, it was a good strong grab from two-metre Peter. Um, and then there was some uh, nice work from Jakey Stringer to intercept a uh, kick across the 50 from GWS. But that's the one where he sort of he sort of marked it, went down, and seemed to reach for his calf. Uh, and I wonder whether that's where he he's done this supposed hammy. Um, it's a bit it's a bit sort of funny. I didn't see him hobbling as if he'd done a hammy. But um, anyway, unfortunately he missed. Um, but you know, having three shots of goal early was a good start, and, and then a fourth from Ham when he launched from from outside fifty, uh, and fifth when Cox had a shot. Look, they missed. Um, so. Yeah, we were sort of one goals four from all those opportunities. Um, so while we had control of the footy, we just weren't able to make the most of it. And then uh, Kyle Hooker uh, got his first goal for the game, and um, yeah, he he had a tough game, I think, but uh, he certainly provided a forward option again, and he would have been relieved to kick a goal in the second quarter. Yeah, he would. He really broke the glass, mate. Um, because we just couldn't kick a goal before. Um, and, you know, that, after all that hard work, we, we were only eight points down, which was, um, which was excellent. But, you know, then, um, you know, we saw, uh, you know, uh, GWS get a couple of shots through Finlayson and, and Bobby Hill. Uh, luckily, they didn't put it through. But uh, then, uh, yeah, again, unfortunately, Langford kicked it straight to a Giants player, uh, and he was really struggling by foot, which is just such a shame because we know what a solid kick he can be. But thankfully, Heppel was able to take a strong mark in the middle of the ground, and from there, we were able to work it up the ground to Snelling in the pocket, who hit up Waller, who nearly fumbled the mark uh, uncharacteristically. But he went back and kicked it, and we were just within four points of the Giants, which was a pretty good effort. Yeah, it was a great comeback, as I said, after allowing a six straight Uh and, you know, we had struggled a little bit in the state. I know we put up a good effort against the Swans, but, um, you know, we'd been soundly beaten against Brisbane and Port, and this was heading that way. And I, I remember the commentators even mentioning, well, this smells this game. It sounds like something's going to happen here that, yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> Essendon's going to be put to the sword. And uh, it wasn't to be because, uh, yeah, the Bombers just kept fighting. And despite allowing those six goals, um yeah, got within, as you say, four points. But then the Giants had a bit of a run themselves for a little bit. But uh, it was a good quarter for the Bombers overall. Yeah, it was. I mean, Sproul kicked another um, to get him 10 points up. And 
then Perkins got a shot at goal. It was half a chance. He had to get it on the boot quickly um, and he missed. Um, but it's still good to see him fighting through. Um, so ended the quarter just nine points down. Uh, so five goals, seven, 37 to GWS's seven goals, four, 46 at the halftime break. Yeah, I feel I felt a little bit of relief at halftime. I thought, you know, um, you know, the Giants had, had their big run and I thought, you know, the Bombers would really be in this because they seemed to have settled after that, you know, early period of the game where they were soundly beaten. And, uh, you know, after half time, we had another early goal in that quarter to Kyle Langford. Yeah, that's it. He, uh, he got involved in the in the play on the wing there and then floated forward to take a mark in the pocket and went back and kicked the goal. So it was pretty good to see, like, after a pretty average half in terms of his position, um, it was great to see him not drop his head and try to get himself back in the game. So good stuff from him. Um, and we had some more opportunity when Dev Smith was just tackling and harassing and throwing his body around at the contest uh, to get the footy. Uh, but unfortunately, GWS was just cleaner. They were able to um, take it out and Finlayson was able to kick another. And then, you know, a third, not long after, to stretch the lead to 16 points pretty quickly. And then when Tanner Bruin kicked one through, it was 20, 22 points, the difference. And they looked to be running away with it. Uh, and they really could have put us to the sword then when uh, Green and Himmelberg missed. Um, before, you know, Laverde tried to run straight through Himmelberg unsuccessfully. And, yeah, Green grabbed the footy to waltz into goal. And all of a sudden, it was a five-goal game. And I was starting to worry again then because I thought, oh, we put all that effort in to get back into the match. And all of a sudden, you know, it seemed within minutes... Um, yeah, we're again, we were down by five goals and it felt like all that hard work was for nothing. But again, um, the Bombers weren't ready to throw in the white towel and it was great to see Archie Perkins get his first goal. Yeah, it was, mate. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, Tipper really led the uh, led the charge there. Like He made some real impact in the middle there. There was a massive bump uh, before then wrapping up Tom Green in a big tackle. Uh, and then... You know, he got the ball to Snelling, who was able to hit up Perkins, and he went back and slotted that goal, as you said. And it was just great work from the young bloke. Uh, you know, I didn't think he was, uh, he had a lot of impact in that first half. So for him to keep on working and slot the goal, uh, a much needed goal, I must say, mate, uh, was great to see. And uh, it was a young brigade that, uh, you know, got in there again when uh, Cox got a free kick on the boundary from an errant Giants kick, and he kicked it through, mate. And that was a classy goal, you know, right on the uh, boundary line, basically. Um, what, about 45 metres out? And, yeah, just calmly put it through. So, you know, just the – I think that's the thing, like, for most Bomber fans is that even when we're losing these games or, you know, we're behind, just the – yeah, the star quality of these young kids coming through, like, you just think Perkins and Cox could be, you know, particularly, you know, guns in the future and, yeah, they're really exciting us. So, uh, but then we saw a reply by GWS in Josh Kelly, and yeah, he was a bit of a thorn in our side, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's such a classy user of the footy, mate, uh, and runs tirelessly all game. Um, and uh, but you know, luckily Waller got a free up our end uh, after above the shoulder tackle that was paid, and he put it through, and we kept peppering it in. Um, which was pleasing to see. And, you know, when uh, Redmond uh, intercepted a hat kick out of our 50 at around half forward line, 
Uh, he went back and uh, launched a huge kick for goal. And uh, it was a massive kick, mate. It would have, would have been 60 metres all up. Uh, and then we were back within two straight kicks. And the red dog gave the red dog symbol. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I had a bit of a laugh at that. My daughter was watching with me and she said, oh, my God, don't tell me he's doing the goat. Um, <laughs> um, you don't want that kind of attention to say, like, I'm the greatest of all time. And, um, and I said, uh, it'll be more of a reference to the red dog, I think. But, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he kicked a beautiful goal. And, you know, I think that's where he can become a real dangerous halfback who can, you know, Edge on the you know when they build a wall, get around and get a ball up there. They his potential to kick that goal and he, he kicked it beautifully. And uh, I was forgot to mention um, Stringer was subbed off around that period of the mm. game, and that's where we saw Guelphie came on and he started to make an impact almost immediately. Yeah, he did. He just um, you know launched himself at everything. Um, you know, loves doesn't like forever for that boy. Uh, but look. After a Himmelberg miss, uh, Taranto kicked through a classy goal and then Hill marked it uh, between four Bomber defenders, which was really disappointing, mate, um, because, you know, we worked so hard to get back uh, in spitting distance. But again, our good work had just been undone so quickly and it was a 25-point lead to the Giants. Um, but then when Hind ran the ball down the flank into our forward 50, he gave us a chance to, to goal uh, at the end of the quarter there. But... Unfortunately, we stuffed around with it. Um, seemed like no one wanted to actually uh, you know, take the shot and Snelling coughed it up with a terrible kick that went way over Guelphie's head. Um, it was a real shame, but, you know, we, we finished the quarter 25 points down. Uh, so we were 10 goals, 7, 67 to the Giants, 14 goals, 8, 92. Yeah, I was going to say, I really feel that part of the game, especially in that last you know, 30 seconds of that quarter, May have cost us the match because you know we had plenty of the footy. I know it's hard to theorise, you know, that far away, but we really should have put something on the scoreboard there. Um, you know, it was like everyone was too scared to have a shot at goal and they wanted to square up and look after someone. But yeah, as you say, Snelling's kick was way overcooked and um, you know it just looked really poor setup. And you know, I must admit, mate, to be 25 points down at three-quarter time. All the inroads we'd made, I felt like, especially in that last 30 seconds, I thought, you know, really throwing any chance of winning this game. But um, thankfully, uh, in the last quarter, we uh, you know, we continued on the trend of kicking the early first goal and Harrison Jones got his first. Yeah, it was just uh, fantastic to see, like... After not having much of the ball all game, um, Jones took a nice mark in the opening minute of the quarter and went back to kick the goal. Um, and then after the Giants had a rushed point from a Francis punch, uh, Redmond started a great run of play with a beautiful kick to Heppel. He marked and released Guelphie on the run, who then ran in and kicked the goal from about 35 metres out, mate. Yeah, and we haven't seen Guelph do that too often. Um, you can spray his kicks a bit, you know, especially going for goal. And... Yeah, I thought that showed a lot of composure on him because he really took the ball and you know, he, he was off like a bull, bull at the gate, mate. He was running pretty hard and you know, the steady and kicked the goal. You know, it was pretty classy in the end. Yeah, it was, mate. Uh, great to see. Um, and then there was some more good work from Hind uh, to run the footy from halfback flank and run forward to again collect the footy off the uh, forward flank. 
and uh, deliver it beautifully to Jones, about 40, 40 metres out on a bit of an angle. And the young bloke again went back and slotted his second. Yeah, mate, they were saying, um, uh, I just saw some stats. I think um, I saw it off Scooter, actually, from the lunch on catch-up. But he said that um, after his first game, he kicked uh, zero goals four. Uh, he's kicked eight goals straight since. So he certainly corrected that. Yeah, it's, it's great to see. And, like, really great reward for effort uh, from the young bloke. And it's just – it's great seeing him, um, you know, he's able to work himself back into a game, even if he hasn't had a great um, game before that. Uh, and then there was a lovely bit of play that got our next goal when Guelphie scrubbed the ball inside 50 with Hooker collecting it, passing to Tipper, who passed to Snelling, who kicked it through with a bit of a check side, mate. And uh, we were just eight points down with 11, 11 minutes plus to go. Yeah, and it just felt like, you know, as long as we didn't allow those multiple goals again, we were a real chance to steal this game because I thought we uh, won the ball more around the ground. Like, you know, we gave ourselves more opportunities and I thought the Giants would be a bit nervous of that, continuing, you know, being a young side. Uh, you know, we had a bit of a our backs up and ready to go, but... Um, we saw a couple of behinds that you know, the teams traded behinds through Green and Parrish. But um, then Kyle Langford did a nice play and got a goal. Yeah, it was it was excellent. Um, like just under two minutes to go, Langford took a mark about 45 metres out on that bit of an angle and slotted the goal from, would have been just on 50, I reckon. Um, and it was a two-point ball game. So it was really going right down to the wire. Um, and then... You know, Hooker looked to have taken a mark or at least had his arms chopped about 40 metres out on an angle, um, but nothing was paid. And it would have been a really big moment. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, it would have been a tough kick, but, uh, you know, we've seen Hooker, he loves to kick a, a match-winning goal, mate. Um, but unfortunately, GWS were able to take it up their end and uh, Hopper uh, kicked the goal and it looked to be the one to ice it as they were eight points up with 25 seconds left. Um, yeah, that really hurt because, the, as you say, the hooker mark or, you know, chop of the arms or in the back or whatever you want to call it was a real chance. But umpires, you know, didn't show any bravery and thought, no, no play on. And, you know, Jacob Hopper, he did kick a very classy goal, I must say. It was, uh, you know, there was, uh, I think it was either Guelphie or Redmond just lunged at the ball to try and provide a smother, but just missed. And, um, it was disappointing seeing him kick that, but I was surprised Langford kicked the goal within those 25 seconds, mate, and gave us four seconds to win the match. Yeah, that's that's a um, bit that frustrates you because you think, Jesus, by the time the, the ball's gone up in the air, it's, it's almost four seconds in itself. So, you know, while we did win that clearance, um, you know, I think it was Merritt roosted it into our forward 50, uh, four seconds just isn't enough time. And, we ended up losing the game by just the two points. So 16 goals, 905 to the Giants. 16 goals, 11, 107. Yeah, disappointing to lose, but a lot of you know good positives to see out of the game in terms of, you know, you can almost identify what Essendon's brand is now mm. in that we are, like, you know, we heard Ben Rutten say he wants to be blue collar and stuff like that. But as you say, mate, the most pleasing thing to me is it's not like the Matty Knights era where we're scoring, because I, I love watching scoring, but it's more the in the tight 
um, games, although we're not coming out on top, we're giving ourselves a chance to win games. Mm. And you've got to think that, you know, once these guys get a few more kilos on their frames, you know, we're going to be stronger at the contest because I think that's the area we've got to improve on most is when teams have a run on, we just need to be able to stop that a little bit sooner than what's actually happening. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I thought there was a lot to like despite losing. And, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the stringer loss of uh, losing him, you know, don't underestimate that because as good as Guelphie was coming on as his replacement, uh, we didn't get a lot out of Stringer on the day, and I think it was because he was hampered by that, you know, suspected hamstring or, you know, calf, whichever one it was. But I think, um, you know, if Jake was even 75% fit, you know, it might have been the difference. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't get the win. But uh, I enjoyed watching the game despite having to watch the GWS had those surge of goals, which wasn't fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the pleasing thing for me, James, is uh, we are playing like forward quarter efforts, um, you know, while we've let runs of goals go through, which isn't great. Um, we have continued to fight uh, throughout the season. Um, so, like, that's pleasing to see. Um, and really, I think if we can clean up our ball use um, and stop so many t- turnovers, um, you know, getting just coughed up to the opposition, that'll go a long way to stopping those runs of goals. Uh, so, look, you know, always a bitter pill to swallow um, you know, with a loss. But, um, yeah, certainly a lot of good stuff um, happening around the club at the moment, which gives you a uh, you know, good hope for the future. Yeah, that's right. Well, mate, uh, that's the uh, discussion of the game. So I think we should have a break and come back with the Don's Cast Medal Vote. You're listening to Don's Cast and it's time for the Don's Cast Medal Votes for round eight, mate. And who have you got? Yeah, beautiful. So I uh, started with uh, Phillips. I thought he had a really solid game for us and really helped negate the influence of Mumford, uh, you know, trying to beat up on our uh, midfielders. Uh, you know, I thought he contested really well all game, um, you know, taking some big marks and really launching the ball um, here quite quite well with his kicking, which was um, quite good. So he had the... Uh, four tackles even made as a as a big bloke. Six marks, um, twenty six hitouts, uh, two clearances as well. Um, so I thought he battled hard all game, and um, I, I thought his marking, particularly early when GWS had a bit of a run on, was um, really important for us. So one vote to him. Uh, two votes. I went to Darcy Parish. I thought um, you know, his hands were were really good on the day. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, his kicking was was less good. Um, but, you know, he's racking up the ball at will, 35 disposals, uh, 17 kicks, 18 handballs. Uh, took five marks and made four tackles. Uh, but, again, he was a clearance machine, uh, making seven clearances. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 506 metres gained. So I thought he, uh, he battled really hard in there all day. Um, so three votes. Uh, I went for Nick Hind. I thought he was uh, another impressive display by him. Um, and the one thing I'd, I quite like 
seeing he's, he's just such a competitor. Uh, he really hates getting beaten, and you, know, you can see that out on the ground. He gets real frustrated, and um, yeah, he does uh, seem to niggle the opposition, which is great. Uh, ended up having the 29 disposals with 22 kicks, and he's just such a good user of the footy. Um, you know, he just uh, almost pinpoints where he's going to uh, direct it and almost drags a man to it, which uh, is something we really haven't seen uh, from a Bombers lineup for so long. Um, ended up taking the five marks, uh, only listed as the one tackle, but plenty of pressure acts. Uh, had two goal assists, which is pretty bloody good for a, a backman and 450 metres gain. So thought a uh, really good game from, from Heidi. Uh, four votes, um, yeah, maybe, again, showing my bias for the backman, mate, but I, I thought uh, Jaden Laverde was really important for us. Uh, yeah, particularly 10 big grabs um, down back, uh, intercepting plenty of... Uh, forward entries from GWS, which, you know, if uh, if he didn't stand up and uh, Francis didn't stand up, you know, it could have been a, uh, a much bigger loss. Uh, so I thought he really stood up on the day. 16 disposals in the end. Uh, only listed as the one tackle, but he was certainly throwing his weight around um, with uh, 250 metres gained from him. Um, and notably, only 76% of game time. So... Um, no, I thought it was a good game from, from Jaden and uh, just showing uh, yeah, his development this year down defence. It's just been brilliant. Uh, but the five votes I had to go with Zach Merritt. Um, you know, I thought he was important all game for us. Uh, ended up with the 37 disposals, 22 kicks and 15 disposals. And I thought his ball use was actually quite good in this game. Uh, had a couple of shots of goal. Uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to slot them. But um, yeah, I certainly think that's a good sign for him that he's having those shots. Uh, took the six marks, uh, made three tackles and had four clearances. Uh, but, yeah, I guess the biggest thing for mine was he had three goal assists, um, which is just fantastic for me. Um, with 644 metres gained, game high for Essendon. So I thought it was a fantastic game from Zach Merritt. So he earned the five votes. How about yourself, mate? How'd you see it? Yeah, well, we've gone a little bit different this week. But, um, yeah, there's certainly uh, I can see your rationale because... A lot of just listening to you, then um, you know, I'm almost embarrassed that I didn't give um, boats to Liberty because <laughs> it sounds like he did have a better game than I envisioned. I just rem- remember him trying to run around that bloke from the mark. Um, yeah, that's always a <laughs> killer. And it's stuck in my mind. So, um, you know, I'm not very forgiving in that way. But um, I gave um, one vote to Andy McGrath. And look, um, I think Andy's been down. I think we can all agree with that. And, um, you know, he just hasn't been uh, getting his, the most out of himself. And again, he wasn't brilliant on the day, but um, the area that I was really impressed with is he had 12 clearances, mate, which was a mm. uh, really good effort. Uh, you know, yes, a lot of his kicks are just banging it long and uh, they don't actually orchestrate anything, but um, there's a lot of things he does right in terms of his efforts. And, um, you know, he had the 25 disposals, just 11 kicks and 14 handballs. So, um, you know, granted, he only had the, you know, I think it was around 200 metres, 226 metres gain. So that just goes to show when you handball a lot. Um, but he had 15 pressure acts, which is pretty good, mate. And um, that's what you want to see is a lot of effort. And I think with Andy, you're always going to get that. Um, and I just think it'll, it won't be long he'll have a breakout game again because we're kind of waiting for that. Mm. So yeah. uh, one vote to Andy McGrath. I gave uh, two votes to um, 
Two, sorry, I've got to get my votes here. Uh, Andy, Phillips. Andrew Phillips, yeah. Two votes, Andrew Phillips. Um, yeah, I thought he was clearly the best ruckman on the ground. Um, you know, we were worried about playing Nick Bryan against um, Mumford, and rightfully so. We know what Mumford would try and do, just try yeah, and steamroll him. <laughs> yeah, try and steamroll him. So, um, yeah, and like a player like Phillips isn't going to allow that. And secondly, to that, I was really surprised, uh, even though he's played for us a little bit, um, just how long he, he can get uh, with his kicks. He's kicking quite, you know, he's easily kicking 60 metres at times, I thought. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I thought he had quite a good game, Andrew Phillips. So good effort by him. Three votes I gave to Darcy Parrish. Um, again, I, yeah, I think. That was a better game for him. He's much cleaner than the week before against um, Carlton, where I thought he was a little bit fumbly uh, picking up the ball. But uh, as you said, mate, 35 disposals, 17 kicks, 18 handballs, um, 506 metres gain. So, you know, that helps. But as you say, mate, his kicking certainly needs some room for improvement. Um, and I think he'll, he'll get better at that as he gets a bit more experience. Like, I know it's his sixth year now, but uh, I think he just needs to know how much time he has at times to take that extra step to, you know, measure measure the kick. But I, I thought he was quite good on the day. Um, also, I gave four votes to Nick Hind. I, you know, I was really impressed with Nick's game. 22 kicks, seven air balls. Uh, just his pace and his, uh, his willingness to back his pace in. Uh, I just love it. And, you know, I really didn't – like, I knew Nick Hind when he played with the VFL in terms of, you know, we knew what so, vaguely what style of play we were getting, but I don't think anyone imagined him having this kind of season. Uh, and if they did, you know, call him Nostradamus because, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just been a revelation down there and certainly softened the blow of you know, Adam Saad leaving. So – uh, yeah, really good, and it would have been great if Connor McKenna had a stayed mate, um, just to have someone to pair up with him. Because absolutely, uh, you know, to lose McKenna and Sard at the once has really hurt us. Uh, mm. Yeah, we just, you know, uh, Heppel's definitely not at that pace on the other half back flank. No. But um, but uh, yeah, no, Nick Hind, really good game, and you know, take my hat off to him and how much he's impressed us this year. But again, mate, I gave the 150 game man. Zach Merritt, five votes, uh, you know, 37 disposals, 22 kicks, 15 handballs, you know, as you say, the 644 metres gain. Um, he's just, you know, like I'd like to see him kick the ball a little bit better than what he has been, I, you know, cause, only because we know he's capable of that. Mm. But, um, so you'd be a harsh judge to um, rate him too harshly. And, mate, there was a lot of comments made during the media uh, during the week. Uh, yeah, Zach did a bit of an interview on the Herald Sun. Yep. Um, and they asked, it, it basically said, it, you could read it both ways, obviously, but he basically said, like, I'm not prepared to sign yet. I'll, you know, I want to do my due diligence. Um, you know, but he also talked in a way that gave you the impression he is bomber bound, you know, that he will be a bomber for life potentially. Mm. But yeah, he still used the words, I'm not quite sure. I'm seeing the club do some good things, but I want to see more. So that's putting a bit of ownership 
uh, back onto the club and saying, hang on, um, you know, I want them to actually prove to me that why I should stay here. And you know, I don't begrudge him for that. Like, But I must say, like reading it, it sounded like someone who is going to be the future captain. And um, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but uh, and I was looking at more glass half full, but it just gave me the impression Zach will stay ultimately. Yeah, well, even the uh, little grab we got from the Bombers website, uh, we was talking about the future direction of the club. Um, he does sound like he's really invested. He's um, and still using the like uh, he wants to like drive Essendon to a premiership, um, and certainly uh, you know that's that's really uh, you know, heartening uh, for us fans to see that <coughs> it's not just a premiership he wants. Um, he wants Essendon to have a, a premiership. So um, I think he's really seeing the development of the club, the younger players coming through, and seeing the role he can have as a leader of this club. Um, as uh, a real opportunity and um, that the, I think, you know, it looks to me like he's got a lot more trust uh, in the direction of the footy club um, from everything Truck's been able to implement over the last, you know, six months or so. So uh, really hats off to uh, to Truck for all the work he's, he's done there. Uh, I mean, it's not only Zach that seems to be reaping the benefits there. Um, seems all the players are a lot more invested. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm certainly a lot more positive on our chances to retain the services of uh, Zach Merritt. Um, but like yourself, mate, I, I don't begrudge him for, for putting the asset on the club and saying, you know, we need to perform. Um, I want success as a footy player, um, which I, I think is excellent. Yeah, you, you want your players to strive for success. Uh, you know, Mostly you want them to do it for your club. So <laughs> let's hope that's um, what the ultimate goal is. But, yeah, look, he did speak about um, wanting to get Nick Cox and Archie Perkins a premiership, you know. So um, obviously that's not going to happen this year. So to me, using terminology like that, um, that says to me that he's thinking about the future. So, uh, yeah, I, I do feel like we've got a really good chance of, Retaining Zach and you know, and potentially you know he could be the captain as early as next year if if he was to stay. So yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Now, so, mate, we've got um, we've got to do our, our vote totals because uh, I don't know if we got it last week. So could you give us an update of the full uh, leaderboard of the Don's Cast Middle vote? Certainly can, mate. Uh, so we start from the bottom with uh, Redmond and Draper both on one vote each. Uh, then we've got Shield, Wright and Jones on two votes. Heppel, Phillips and Cox on three each. Uh, Francis on the five votes. Perkins on 10. Uh, Stringer on 10. Hooker's got 14. Tipper on 15. McGrath, 16. Jaden Laverde sitting out on 20 votes. Uh, then we've got Ridley on 26. Parrish on 28. Hind on 34. And then way out in front, mate, we've got Zach Merritt with 45 votes. Gee, uh, that's a good start by the player that we just were talking about, mate. But, um, yeah, he's going to be a, uh, a talking point for the most of the season until, you know, he signs. Absolutely. And let's hope uh, Jackets does his job and signs him up. Yeah, exactly. All right, well... Uh, let's have a vote. <laughs> let's have a break. Um, now, there's no VFL wrap this week. 
Uh, you know, there was no um, VFL teams playing, or you know, in terms of the Bombers uh, had to buy. So, um, and I think the VFL ladies got beaten by Geelong offhand. So, um, yeah, so it's a rare week where the Bombers don't win any of the three competitions. But um, we'll have a break and we'll come back with our round by the numbers. And you're listening to Don's Cast. Hey, mate, we get to buy the numbers. And once again, we start with number one, Andy McGrath. Yeah, mate. Uh, look, honestly, as much as he got heaps of the pill, 25 disposals, um, and was you could see him working really hard, um, yeah, particularly when the ball went to ground. I, his disposal for me just um, isn't up to, to scratch. Um he was better with his handball game. Uh, and look, 12 clearances is pretty impressive and did get a goal assist. Um, but for mine, uh, still a, an average game by his standards. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of wondering, you know, do we continue to persist with him playing in the midfield or should we send him to halfback for a bit to get a bit more confidence or something? Like I, I just feel like after eight rounds, um, something needs to, uh, to change because we're just not getting the best out of pitch. Yeah, well, like I gave him a vote, mate. So maybe I saw the game differently. Like, um, you have to get the ball out of the cold face. And, you know, I thought 12 clearances were mm. pretty good effort. But, um, yeah, look, he's not having the impact on the ground in terms of only the, uh, you know, 220 metre gain. So, you know, that's a lot of handball chains or balls that are coming straight back towards um, the GWSN because he's just throwing it on his boot. As I said, he's had a um, a quiet start to the season after a, a relatively good game. I think we gave him unanimously the best on against the Hawks, mate. But, um, yeah, we just haven't seen the same out of him since. And, you know, I was hoping maybe out of more hope than actual performance that, you know, maybe this will lead him back to, you know, playing some good footy because we kind of need it from him. Yeah, we do, but... Uh... No, I take your point. Like he, he was winning the the hard hard thing, but I guess just because we know what his output can be, um, yeah, it's just a bit bit hard to see him uh, when he's not playing his best. But you know, obviously got no doubts in him. He'll, he'll come back. He's a champion bloke and a great player. So looking forward to seeing him flying again. Yeah. Now, Arcee Parish, we both gave votes to mate. Um, again, he was in the thick of the action. Got the 35 disposals, and yeah, you know, we both kind of lamented his uh ball use, but geez, uh, he got a knack of finding the footy, yeah, he does, mate. Uh, and it was more his kicking, um, because his handballs were, were brilliant. You know, he was one of the ones who was really helping us uh, move the ball around on that half back line to sort of break through the GWS defense. Um, and like there were some moments that would have really elevated his game, like when he had that running shot and goal from about 50 metres out, like that would have been huge for us. Uh, it was right towards the end of the game, so it would have brought us within three points, I think. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I thought he had a really solid game for us. Um, it's just that disposal at the end that's, you know, just uh, tarnishing his performance uh, a bit, but uh, another really good game from Darcy. 
so, and it's pleasing to see he played 80 minutes um, or 80 percent of game time rather. Uh, so it looks like he's getting his minutes up in the midfield um, and really continuing to relish his opportunities there. Uh, so great to see from Das. And our player that, well, I was I was pretty frustrated with, especially in that first half, was Kyle Langford, but. I think he went a large way to redeem himself with three goals in the second half. And, um, yeah, like, I just think he needs to take a bit more care using the footy. There's a couple of kicks that were cut off that were really costly. Um, so even though he provided us three goals, he probably gave up about the same amount. But um, I thought that second half was promising for Cole Langford. Yeah, it was, um, particularly because, like, as we saw last year and um, and previously, like, he can be a pretty reliable shot on goal, but we just haven't seen him uh, kick any. So for him to bob up and kick three was good. But, yeah, that first half uh, was really <laughs> it was sort of pretty frustrating to see as a fan um, coughing the ball up like that, particularly when we, when we know he can be such a good use of the footy. Uh, but, look, you know, Got the 20 disposals in the end, uh, equal 10 and uh, 10 kicks, 10 handballs, uh, five marks, four tackles, um, or not uh, sorry, nine marks, two tackles rather, uh, with the clearance thrown in there for good measure. Um, so let's hope he takes the second half uh, of form into his next games um, and let's leaves that first half behind. Uh, Dev Smith uh, got his 14 possessions, which is around his mark, 12 to 14 disposals. Uh, um, didn't get as many tackles this week, mate, against his former team with only the three tackles. Um, yeah, I still thought it was a fairly quiet game by Devin Smith. Yeah, it was, but, uh, you know, I, I thought he, um, he harassed pretty well on the forward line there. There were moments where he was really trying to will us to, um, to get the ball forward, but, um, yeah, ended up with just the 14 disposals, as you said, uh, four marks, three, uh, three marks, three tackles, uh, two clearances. Um, you know, it was a quite a game from him, uh, but yeah, certainly showed a bit of mongrel, um, which I, I think the boys enjoy uh, having him out there for that. Um, but yeah, you, you have to say uh, uh, an average game based on output. Uh, Zach Merritt, uh, we both gave best on, so not much to say, but um, great to see him play 150 games with the Bombers and. Let's hope that extends uh, well into the coming years. Absolutely, mate. Now let's have another 150 of those. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, the next player was Aaron Francis, and I, I thought he was quite good on the day, and, you know, he, he really was a rocket at Gibraltar down there. Yeah, he was. Um, you know, there were moments where, like, Finlayson is a, is a classy player, and, and he's obviously given up quite a bit of size, but I thought uh, Aaron Francis led him to the ball quite a number of times. Uh, you know, took the five marks down there, uh, but it was ball use uh, that was particularly um, impressing for, for mine. Uh, you know, just the way he was able to cut through uh, the GWS defence uh, to get the ball going on our terms. Um, so 14 disposals, um, only the one tackle listed, but it was more of those uh, you know, things that, you know, the the fists here and there, uh, his body positioning to, um, you know, make sure that the Giants weren't able to get easy shots at goal that I thought was really impressive. Um, and was just, yeah, quite solid for us, as you said. Uh, young gun Nick Cox um, kicked a nice goal, mate. But he was, like, he had his 11 disposals, six kicks, five handballs. 
five uh sorry how many marks is that four, uh five two, marks was it? two marks uh, two marks and five uh, sorry five tackles sorry hmm. um yeah he kind of come in and out of the game a bit mate and you know understandably first season of footy looks a bit tired at times but you know what he does do is uh he does it very well and that was uh you know that nice goal he kicked yeah it was it was it was a good goal and yeah i agree with you mate he seems to come in and out of the game uh there were parts where he just wasn't as good uh, below his knees uh, that we have seen him um, play really well at during the season. Uh, so you wonder, yeah, whether it's uh, fatigue or uh, whether it's the the travel that sort of knocked him about um, you know, for this particular game, given we flew up in the morning. Um, you know, he, he still battled pretty hard, uh, but wasn't able to use his uh, presence. And I thought uh, there were times where he was um, outclassed, um, but mind you, he was playing against more mature uh, players, as always. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he never lacks for effort, the young bloke. So he battled the game out fairly well. And now Jordan Ridley, uh, you know, if you looked at his stat sheet, you'd say it's a typical Jordan Ridley game. You know, the 21 disposals, 17 kicks, four handballs, six marks. But, um, yeah, he just seems a little bit off since he's returned, you know, uh, from that concussion. Uh whether he's trying to play a bit more lockdown than he previously did, but um, still when he uses the footy, it's generally pretty good. But I've got to say it uh, just hasn't been as noticeable as he was prior to that uh, concussion. No, you're right. But I think it wasn't uh, helped by his opposition. I mean, to be honest with you, that first half particularly, I thought uh, Ridley was getting a bit of a bath from Green. Uh, I mean, know Green's a really clever and skillful player. Um, so certainly don't put that um, straight on Ridley. And, you know, he's, as you say, he's trying to play a bit more of a lockdown role um, on that smaller forward, uh, which I think, you know, that's not a role he's generally played. He's played that sort of intercept marking uh, player where he's able to leave his man. But, you know, if you if you leave uh, Toby Green, uh, it's at your peril. Uh, so, yeah, I think that sort of leads to... Um, his performance in the game. I mean, I mean, look, you know, if it was any other player, it'd say he's, he's played a pretty good game, but it's just because we have um, we know Jordan Ridley's uh, just so bloody good. Uh, when, he, when he plays a, like a fairly good game, uh, it's, uh, it's, like, it's like we mark him harsher. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, they've got the six marks, 513 metres gained, which is excellent. Um, uh, but, yeah, I suppose... Uh, he's he's probably still just wearing back in after having that time off. Um, but yeah, got no worries about Ridley going forward. And look, let's be honest, he did keep Toby Green to only two goals, which is a fair effort because Toby's been kicking bags of five. So, uh, you know, I'm probably underselling him. Um, maybe it's just because, as you say, mate, we've got those high standards. Uh, we're expecting him to do more. And, um, yeah, he's definitely done a, a good job over the last couple of years. Um, Jaden Laverty, mate, you found four votes for him, so you're a big fan of his game. I liked uh, his marking was pretty strong on the day. Um, there was one slips catch there, mate, it was huge. Like, <laughs> if that had got through, that was another giant skull. So, he really took the game on to mark that. Um, made a couple of blues here and there, which uh will happen. Um, yeah, and we've got to remember he's largely, largely learning his craft down there. But, uh, yeah, overall, it was a pretty good game by Jaden. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, I thought he, he's standing up really well in the contest. Like, he's while he's undersized in terms of height, um, he's quite strong in the body, uh, which I think helps him out in the contest there. Like, to take the 10 marks down there was just excellent. And he, he worked up the ground as well um, and used his kicking to, to fair effect. So, yeah, I think it was a good game by him. And uh, he's continuing to look really solid down there. Archie Perkins, again, another one of those young players coming in and out of the game. Um, yeah, he got a lot of handballs in tight. Uh, yeah, he's so strong, his body over the ball for a young kid, you know, 19. And, um, yeah, like he kicked his first goal, which we've already commented on, and that was great to see him kick that after kicking. I think they said he'd kicked four behinds or five points um, prior to that. So, um yeah, it would have been a relief to, for him to get his first goal. But, um, yeah, I, I love seeing Archie in the side, and I hope they continue that because, uh, yeah, he just sees like he's going to be a real star once he uh, develops and learns his craft even more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as I sort of mentioned before, I, I personally think he um, didn't have a great first half. Uh, like, he, he just, like, honestly, it, he did look outclassed a bit. Um, but he worked his way into the game, which was really pleasing, uh, continued to attack the footy, uh, had a couple of shots at goal, kicked one through, um, had half a chance that just went awry. Um, but, you know, to take a couple of marks and make four tackles uh, shows he's, he's still trying to uh, make an impact on the game. And it, uh, it's just good to see him continue to get this experience. Uh, he'll learn from from everything, like he'll uh, be able to attack the, full, the the footy that bit harder and uh, he doesn't want for, for courage. So um, all good signs for, for Perkins. So I'm sure he'll uh, continue to take these games on and uh, and grow from them. Now, James Stewart, he's uh, had a bit of a uh, baptism of fire since returning, you know, um, had a lot of goals kicked on him late last week and, I've got to say, early, mate, I was a bit concerned about him uh, making a few blues and getting a few goals kicked on him. But I thought he was one that got better as the day went on. Yeah, definitely. I, I'd agree with that. Um, he did look to be outpositioned at times, um, which, yeah, you sort of expect you know, if he hasn't played. Um, I mean, this was his second game for the season, I think. So, um, look, better for the run. Um, and, and certainly in that third and fourth quarter, I, I thought he was... Uh, pretty solid for us, but uh, yeah, I suppose like many of the team, um, that first half was, uh, yeah, just uh, didn't go his way, but yeah, certainly it'll be better for the run. Uh, uh, Nick Hind, uh, as they were both giving him you know, high votes again, and uh, not much more to say about him, but yeah, bloody great uh, work by Adrian Dodoro and by Nick Hind himself, uh, yeah, electing to I know St Kilda were keen to, for him to stay there, mate, and he made it very clear he wanted to get to the Bombers. Yeah, well, excellent pickup. Um, I just love his his pace and his uh, tenacity to to run the the ball up, and uh, his disposal of the footy is just fantastic. So, yeah, another great game from Nick Hind, and just loving the uh, season he's putting together. Yeah, now Peter Wright he kicked those two goals early, yeah, in the he got his second one early in the second quarter, mate. But um, probably the thing that Peter needs to work on is to, you know, stay in the contest a bit longer. Um, 
he has these periods where, like, he is our set backup ruckman in a way. He set, plays second ruck, but um, you know, I'd like him to be a little bit more impactful, um, you know, when he's not up forward kicking goals. Yeah, like, yeah, when he started so good, like, those two marks in the first couple of quarters to, to slot the goals, you think, oh, he's on here. Um, but then we didn't see much of him after that. He still does, he works pretty hard, um, Peter Wright. Uh, you know, and he's not the fastest bloke going around, but, you know, there was a couple of chase down efforts um, he had. There was even one where he spoiled the footy where GWS looked out. Um, so it's not like he's completely out of the contest, but, uh, yeah, you know, when you're not listed as making a tackle um, uh, and, you know, you've only kicked the uh, two goals from that from very early in the half, um, you, you sort of think, oh, like on a stat sheet, doesn't look like he's done a whole lot else. Uh, but no, I think he's uh, he's been solid for us. Uh, but certainly, uh, would would like to see more output from him on the park. Uh, Dyson Heppel made the skipper ended up with twenty seven disposals, fourteen kicks, thirteen handballs, eight marks. Um, seems to make a few clangers, but uh, yeah, there's no doubt the players love playing uh, with him as skipper and. Uh, he certainly his efforts are always there, and he does try to lead us. But uh, yeah, I just probably don't know what to make of him. Made up back, I think like, obviously he needs to play there. But uh, yeah, I think he can get beaten, especially when the uh, game's going pretty fast. Mm. Yeah, like he's as you said, Matt. He's, he's not exactly the same bolt, um, uh, and particularly when GWS like they're, they're a young side, they're a really talented list. Um, and you know, if the ball went to ground and he wasn't able to pick it up, they were they were gone for all money. Um, so while his marking was good, I thought that was really important for us down there. Um, yeah, some of his ball use was was a bit uh, it didn't go our way, um, but certainly I think he's solid for us in in terms of I think he does help structure us a bit. But um, you know, he's got a sort of uh, get his head around the game as well in terms of the, the speed of the game again after missing so much footy. So um, I thought it was a solid game from him um, well, yeah, without being outstanding. And yeah, now Harry Jones, uh, we got those two goals in the last quarter, mate. Largely, you know, struggled in the game due to, you know, they've got some pretty good defenders down there, uh, GWS. Uh, but yeah, I was really pleased to see him fight his way through that kick, a couple of goals and be accurate and you know, get the side back in the game. Yeah, and that's the thing, mate. Um, yeah, because that those first uh, actually probably up until the third quarter, he basically didn't didn't have much of the pill at all. Uh, but really uh, seemed to you know put his hand up and say, "No, nah, I'm I'm going to try and drag us back here." Um, took some big marks. Uh, yeah, had the five five marks in the end. There was one pretty impressive one on the wing there where he sort of launched at it and. Um, yeah, almost took it up off his bootlaces, uh, which is good to see. So, no, it's uh, yeah, all good learning, I'm sure, for um, Harrison Jones. And I guess we got to, like as always, got to play the long game with these uh, you know taller options. And certainly, we're we're seeing enough out of Harrison Jones to suggest he'll be a real player for us. So, um, certainly, one more game under the belt, and um, yeah, it'll all go well towards his experience going forward. Yeah, now Jake Stringer, you know, sad to say he only got the five possessions, two behinds, four kicks, one handball. Um, yeah, really 
disappointing to see Jakey go down. Let's just hope it's not a you know three or four week job. It's uh, you know maybe a week or two at the most, and getting back out there. Yeah, I hope so, mate. Because you know even those five disposals, um, you know he's had three score involvements. You know two scoring two points himself and a goal assist. Um, so he'll really be missed out there. Um, and certainly, yeah, when we've thrown him in the middle, he's been able to rip it out of the um, clearance. And, uh, yeah, certainly that's a big aspect of his game we'll miss. And you sort of wonder with a um, with a hamstring injury, when he does come back, you know, will he be a bit more cautious? Because one thing we really love about him is the explosiveness uh, from a contest. Um, so let's hope he recovers well and, you know, we, we take the cautious approach and don't rush him back because, um, yeah, you'd hate for him to have a, a more serious injury uh, if we, yeah, we do try to do that. Kale Hooker really struggled on the day, mate. He didn't get many opportunities and uh, had his chance to shine taken away from him by the umpires in that last quarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have been uh, good if that was paid, uh, whether it was a mark, whether it was a push in the back or high uh, or chop of the arms. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, yeah, and it was a tough day at the office for him. Um, you know, our forward entries, as we said before, weren't fantastic. Uh, but look, obviously, seven disposals. He had three score involvements himself. Uh, so one goal, one point, and one goal assist. So, um, yeah, it did present a, an option there. Um, yeah, but not his, uh, not his greatest game this season. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll come out firing again next week. Player that's definitely improved from since last year, I believe, is uh, Mason Redmond, and he's starting to look more attacking. And you know, the, with the evidence of that long goal, uh, it's great to see Mason starting to get back into the games and be a bit more attacking. Yeah, it is, mate. And you know, he's got a beautiful leg on him. Uh, and I think what was really pleasing for me is um, seeing him use the ball so well. Like of his twenty-three disposals, uh, he was able to get 557 metres gained for us, which I thought was fantastic. And um, look, while he's uh, pretty wiry, he does have a bit of height on him uh, and he ended up taking the five marks for the match. Um, yeah, and as you said, mate, that, that goal was just sensational. So I thought it was a solid game from from Redmond. Um, his defensive acts sometimes can uh, go a bit awry. Uh, I think he does find himself a bit outpositioned at times, uh, but... Certainly, he's, um, he's, he loves the contest and loves getting physical, so I thought it was a solid game from him. Braden Ham, mate, I thought he struggled a little bit. Like, he can find the footy, but yeah, he's a bit of a liability in the contest. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, is it time now, like we've kind of discussed it a few times, but is it time to give you know David Zarakis a bit of a run at that wing position that Braden's taken up? Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one because um, there's glimpses where you can you can see like he uses his run, um, but I mean even his his kicking like again like I think he does have a good kick on him, but um, he just seems to be bombing it into the forward line um, and not to particular advantage of our forwards, um, and certainly that his contested work does need um, a fair bit of development. Um, yeah, seventeen disposals in the end, but largely. Um, you know, not really impactful. Um, had that shot at goal, um, which I unfortunately missed. Um, but yeah, he just looks like a player who's a little bit lost out there. Um, 
Uh, and yeah, we just really need him to, to up his contested game uh, because when he lets the ball go through, um, you know, GWS really hurt us on the way back. Yeah, definitely. Andrew Phillips, uh, he returned in the place of uh, Nick Bryan. And, uh, yeah, I thought he's definitely earned his spot back. Uh, yeah, playing against a couple of big, big Ruffman in the coming weeks. Uh, but Darcy against the Frio and then following that, Goldstein. So I'm uh, wondering if Nick Bryan will get back in or if they'll continue with Phillips for the time being. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess you could see it uh, from either side, but certainly Andrew Phillips, um, you know, he's really stating his case pretty strongly. Um, you know, 13 disposals, uh, eight kicks, and, yeah, he was just booming them uh, forward, which is fantastic, and using the footy fairly well. Uh, took six big marks, um, four tackles, which is just great work, um, really working both offensively and defensively, 26 hitouts. Two clearances, uh, yeah. Clearly, uh, yeah, I think he beat Mumford on the day. Um, so I thought it was a pretty good game from him. And now Matt Guelph, he, he made a real impact uh, from his opportunity to come on due to Jake Stringer going off. Uh, he had the most tackles on the ground, mate. It was six tackles. Uh, and he the way he threw and lunged himself at the ball to put defensive pressure on and you know, when it was the other way, he charged at the ball and ran it in to kick a goal. It was really impressive from, you know, Matt to be able to do that, um, even though he was only coming back into the side. Yeah, no, it was fantastic from Guelphie. I, th- I thought he was everywhere. Like, he, his pressure work, his, um, you know, his, his mark, oh, took a couple of marks. Um, as you said, the six tackles was huge, and he was really tackling with intent. And I think, you know, it's performances like that um, which keeps him in the uh, in contention for a spot because he is one of those players who will be on the periphery uh, of our 22. Um, but, you know, when we need an effort player, Matt Guelph, always puts up his hand. And uh, I thought he had a fairly solid game for us. Um, you know, two clearances, uh, the eight disposals. And, um, yeah, it's just the, um, the effort and his want to get to the contest and, and win the footy, which is uh, fantastic. So, now, good on you, Guelphie. And, uh, you know, you never know um, whether he stays in the side and someone else makes way. But um, either way, he'd he done himself um, a good service against the Giants. Yeah, I'd have to say he should stay in the side. He's, I think he's earned a spot. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he does retain his spot. Now, a player that, again, early, I was calling for his head, mate, is Will Snelling. Um, but when you look again, his stat sheet's always surprised. And, like, he's kicked a couple of goals. It would be harsh to do do so, you know. He's ended up with 19 disposals, nine kicks, 10 ambles, five marks, three tackles. So, um, you know, I would have thought we had a um, – you know, he may have been under pressure, but – I guess on the back of those stat lines and, and to kick the two goals, more importantly, uh, he's probably safe again. Well, yeah, and to add to that, mate, the three goal assists. Um, so when you've been involved in five of Essendon's goals on the day, like that's a pretty good effort. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's one of those guys who can go a bit unnoticed, but certainly um, 
you know, he did have more of an impact on this game. I, th- I thought he had a solid game, um, yeah, without being outstanding. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be, like I'm sure you'll you'll stay in. He, he seems like one of these um, effort players that the the coaches love. So, um, no, nah, solid game from Snelling on the day. And just that miss kick keeps coming back to me, mate. Like, mm. uh, what could have been, but I guess uh, it was a long way out. So uh, in that, even if that had gone to plan, still 30-odd minutes for us to you know, still have to retain the ball. But you know, I just thought that was a big blue by Will. But uh, you know, as he showed in the last quarter, he's able to steady and kick a goal to get us back in the game. So... Well done to Will. Last player, mate, is Anthony McDonald Tip Woody. Uh, he's the one, as you mentioned it in your summary, mate. He hit some hard with his bumping. I just hope he's careful not getting head high. Yeah, oh, look, mate, um, it's just great intent. Um, I think, like, again, um, his performance on the day, like, yeah, if you looked at his stat sheet, um, I, I think it's pretty good for a small forward uh, to kick two goals, two goal assists. Um, yeah, so to be involved in four goals of the club is uh, great work. Um, but, you know, even when the ball wasn't down our forward line, he was trying to get more involved up the ground, so whether it was bumps, uh, um, yeah, only recorded having the one tackle, but certainly he was throwing his body around a bit. Um, you know, again, this is another game where it shows, like, he's done a lot of running over the preseason, uh, and he seems to be running out the games a lot better um, and a lot stronger. So, um, look, I thought it was a fairly solid game from uh, from Tipper. And, uh, yeah, um, I guess, yeah, again, the disappoint, disappointing thing is, you know, when people kick it to him um, in a contested situation, you know, particularly he was uh, going up against, um, what was his name from GWS, mate? Uh, not, not Ivan, but... Um, uh, uh, Edio or something? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, made a mess of that probably. Yes. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, Iden or Eden. Yeah, uh, Iden, I think it is. Yeah, um, sorry. You know, he was he was giving up um you know about 10, uh, 10 20 centimeters there. Um and uh yeah I just don't think um it was smart to for us to do that. Um but uh you know he, he quitted himself fairly well. Uh, so um I thought it was a good game for Tipper. Yeah and look when you go back to last year mate we um we did lament that he looked, you know, out of conditioning. Uh, didn't look happy up in the hub, and you know, he's he's put together quite a season. You know, he's already, well, he's nearly beaten last year's goal kicking tally that he kicked himself. So he's having a good season, and uh, yeah, we know that there'll be a couple of bags coming for him because when he has a day out, mate, he's hard to stop. He certainly is. So looking forward to them. All right. Well. That's it. Um, again, it's another loss, mate. You know, we're two and six. But when you take into account we lost games by one, two and three points, um, we've certainly been competitive. And, you know, even against Carlton, you know, we had our chances. You know, kind of probably lost it in the second half there. But, you know, we weren't blown out of the park. And there's only really that Port and Brisbane game that, you know, both interstate that we really struggled with. But as you say, mate, we're scoring. It's entertaining when we do score. And I think the next evolution of us is being able to, you know, you know withstand when a team kicks goals, like how to stop them from kicking 
too many in a row. Uh, having a bit of resolve, but you know, I'm really you know stoked to keep watching the club. Like even with these losses, it's frustrating to lose. But kind of feel good things are coming eventually. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, the young kids have shown some really good stuff. The boys seem to be playing with renewed vigor and and as a team, which is uh, which is fantastic to see. So look. While our win-loss ratio isn't fantastic, um, it's certainly a much more uh, exciting uh, version of footy that we're seeing this year. So, um, yeah, full props to you know, Truck and the club for um, yeah, really putting us on what, what seems to be uh, straight and narrow for now and looking forward to more success for the boys uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, and look, mate, a bit of news that just came through Twitter. Uh, I'll give props to Scooter again. Uh, I, I wasn't aware of this, so I don't know when this happened, but we're hearing Jai Caldwell's done his hamstring again, mate, um, which is a really bad lo- loss for us because I know the club had a lot of high hopes on Jai to be a, you know, a really important player uh, for us in the coming years, and I'm sure that will still be the case. But, yeah, he's certainly uh, been unlucky, and... The Giants felt like he, they'd got him to a stage where he'd beaten those soft tissue leg injuries. But obviously, uh, if he's done his second hammy, uh, drastic measures are going to have to be taken, I think. Yeah, well, look, I just hope they uh, take the conservative approach and um, like get him ready for the long term um, because like, you really feel for the poor bloke. Um, you know, he must have put in such hard work. Um and there is such a lot of promise around him. Um, and in the games we have seen him play, like he's, he does look like such a good user of the footy, uh, loves a contest and certainly a good clearance uh, player. So, um, look, do you feel sorry for, for Jai? And I'm sure the boys will all get around him. But, um, yeah, let's let's hope he's able to, um, you know, really recover well. Uh, the club makes the best decision as according to... His needs, um, you know, for the long term, because uh, certainly he's still a young player, plenty of opportunity to play plenty more games in the red and black, uh, but just needs to get right for now. Yeah, that's right. Well, mate, we uh, have done another episode in a loss, but that's okay. Um, That means we're closer to our next win. And (laughs) (laughs) um, I I really think we've got a chance next week. We've got, you know, Freo at home. And I think... uh, you know, I think on a Sunday afternoon, mate, we uh, get home. We've got a full week of preparation. And, you know, even though we're likely to lose Jake Stringer, um, maybe a player like Paddy Ambrose might come in for Jake. Uh, you know, that bigger body, stronger player. And while he doesn't have the tricks that Jake does, uh, you know, Patrick Ambrose can definitely uh, put a lot of forward pressure on with his uh, running capacity. So uh, either him or... Even uh, Alec Waterman might might be another player that the club looks at if they're looking for a bit of goal power. But um, yeah, that's yeah. it. Depending on his uh, his ankle, mate. But, uh... Yeah, that's right. We'll see how that plays out in the week. But uh, and David Zaharakis is still itching for a game, mate. He uh, he's been the sub on multiple times, and he hasn't played a full game of footy now for it must be nearly a month now. So yeah, um, yeah it's been a tough road. So interesting. Uh, stuff around the selection but I guess that's all to play out for next week so until next week go Bombers go Dons